Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got some great hairspray Halloween malicious compliance. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, cancel the service? You bet. I work in roadside assistance as a third party for a lot of insurance companies. Like most customer service jobs, we get a heck of a lot of abuse. But the most of it comes from long wait times and or not being fully covered. This happens often, but I very rarely am in the position where I get to see the fallout. Recently, I had a woman call in. She was completely pleasant, but in a huge rush. So she was a little snippy. No worries, I get it. But then it comes to letting her know that she's not covered for assistance and she has a huge out-of-pocket expense. She whines about the fact that he knows she has roadside, then that she supposedly set up the service earlier, so not only am I trying to charge her but it's taking too long, and therefore the price should be waived. Finally, she gives up and tells me I'm useless and says, just cancel it, and hangs up. Being the good rep that I am, I call her back to confirm the disconnect was intentional, She picks up and then hangs up immediately, then sends me to voicemail on follow-up calls. So, as instructed, I cancel the job request. I should note, intake doesn't take long, but it's annoying to go over, and if the customer doesn't know their exact location, like being on a freeway, it can take some time. A few hours later, I get a new call from an angry customer wondering where her service is at. I apologize for the frustration ask for her reference number, and inform her that unfortunately there isn't any service in the system. She starts going off. I do my best to calm her down and extract the needed information. Halfway through the call, I realize it's the same angry pants woman as before. When we start going over the location, I remember the drop-off location, and she gets excited and says, Oh, you found my service? Is the driver on the way? It's ridiculous that it's taking this long. You should get this prioritized or expedited. To which I reply in my nicest customer service representative voice, No ma'am, your service isn't in the system. I remember when we spoke earlier, as you requested I cancel the job at that time, so it's only getting open now and the amount will be X. She says, that's more than it was earlier. I said yes, the price changes throughout the day to continuously match the market stay competitive, and incentive drivers to continue taking jobs at unpopular times. She goes silent. I say also, we have longer ETAs at this time, so you'll want to get this payment taken care of ASAP so we can find a service provider to avoid a longer wait. I can send a text message to you to complete payment. She stutters, but I never told you to cancel it before. Me, starting to lose patience, said, Ma'am, our calls are recorded. I notate obsessively and I called you back multiple times trying to confirm. She says, I want to speak to your manager, ranting to make me scared. I say, no problem. One moment. It looks like there's currently a 20 minute wait for a supervisor. I'm happy to wait with you. She says, fine, then get my service started. I say, certainly. I'll send the text for payment. She finally broke down and paid it and gave up waiting for a supervisor. She swore up and down that she was going to report me. Either way, I felt vindicated with my tiny bit of malicious compliance. I can definitely understand being maybe a little snippy or upset if you need roadside assistance, 
but good luck expecting good service when you give the call center guy a rough time. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? Our next story is, require to work your irrelevant event, and I have to wear the stupid shirt? Okay, but you're not going to like it. Many, many years ago at uni, I was a music major at a small college where there wasn't a teacher for every individual instrument, and like instruments were grouped under a common teacher. It was frustrating because my professor wasn't an expert in my instrument. I was significantly advanced beyond the professor's skill level, and we had many disagreements and lessons because this professor would often try to teach me the wrong things that apply to the professor's main instrument, but were completely wrong for mine. The professor would often give me bad grades from resentment because I refused to take on bad habits that would set me backward just because professor didn't know better. Professor didn't even own one of my instruments when we began. A common instrument, not the rarer ones. And when we finally thought maybe they should do so if they want to be taken seriously, they got the cheapest beginner version on the market that sounded like trash. Very frustrating when you're trying to get a university level education in your craft from this person. One day, Professor decides to boost academic props by hosting a symposium for Professor's main instrument on our campus that will be very enriching for students of that instrument and largely irrelevant to the rest of us. Cool. Good for them. Enjoy your day. Rock on. Then as time gets closer, it's announced that we are all expected to work hosting the symposium, not just those students who play that instrument, and our grades are held ransom to depend on it. I was furious. I was a very serious student academically with so much to do. I did not have this time to spare to mess around at some irrelevant event over multiple days. Professor had event day shirts printed and tells us that we all have to wear these as the uniform. Okay. If you insist, you leave me no choice. But Professor never said the shirts had to be worn in their original condition as handed out. I'm quite artistic, so in my petty rage I go and buy fabric paint in bold, complimentary colors to the shirt design. In the blank space above event day, in a complimentary font to the design I added the words, I survived. It looked like it just came from the printers and it popped much more than the other shirts. So it was an eye-catcher. I showed it to my other young colleagues who were equally as angry and disgruntled as me. And of course, they wanted theirs done too. All in all, it was probably about five of us. But we made sure to take the most visible positions. Registration table, greeters, auditorium doors programs. All of us with our bold shirts that read, I survived event day. It was probably an hour in that Professor wandered into the building deep in academic hobnobbing with colleagues, visiting from different institutions. I will never forget the moment it registered on the professor's face what we had done, how we rendered the subtle embarrassment, rebellion, and middle finger. Professor trying to stay cool and pretend nothing was wrong and not lose face. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Us smiling so big and friendly to the guests. Professor going from pale to green to furious red trying to find just the right moment no one would notice to shoot me daggers because she knew instantly who was behind this. And if you're wondering, no, Professor couldn't or didn't dock my grade, because I did exactly as asked and clocked my hours and had witnesses to my impeccable charming behavior to our guests. I had already registered multiple complaints to the department chair about Professor's incompetence, and I was a model student. It was already dubious whether she had authority to hold our grades hostage over this event anyway, so I called her bluff and got away with it. Wish I still had that shirt. I just feel bad for OP because I can't imagine how you would spend money on going to a place like that, have a professor who doesn't even know what they're trying to teach you, and not feel like you just wasted a whole bunch. Our next story is, I can't prop the door open? Alrighty then. Been sitting on this story for a few months now. I worked for a small moving company in my city. We moved furniture and decor to many different places throughout the city. We got a call about moving a large load of bookshelves to a rather large industrial building. We loaded up two 18-foot box trucks full of shelves and were ready to move. When we arrived at the building, we pulled around to the loading dock and began offloading the shelves. As we were bringing stuff off the truck, I went to the building security to open the door. There'd been a recent string of shootings in our area and everyone was locking all the doors. They handed me a doorstop and told me I could prop the door open since we have a large load. So I propped the door open and we got going. We no more had the first pallet off the truck when the building's maintenance manager came running towards us. He screamed at us, what are you doing? You can't have that door propped open. Now, this man looked like he was somewhere between the ages of 76 and 105. He was as red as I've ever seen anyone. I calmly told him that security gave me a doorstop and told me that since we have such a large load, we could keep the door propped open. Of course, he wasn't having it. I don't care what security told you, you cannot have this door propped open. At this point, my Native American temper got the better of me. I replied, yes sir. I walked over to the door and picked up the doorstop. I walked back to security and explained the situation. They rolled their eyes and explained that this crotchety old fossil is always causing problems all over the building. They told me I could still prop open the door, but now I was mad and was feeling petty. He doesn't want us to prop the door open. Alrighty then. There was a buzzer outside of the door, so I buzzed security asking them if they could open the door. Well, guess whose office was right by said door, and thus, guess who security called to open the door and let us in? That's right, fossil man that was two days older than dirt. He opened the door and let us in. 
We made our delivery and came back to grab another pallet. I again buzzed security and they again asked Fossil Man to let us in. This happened twice more before he stopped me and said, You know, if you wanted to keep that door open, you can since you have such a big load. I replied with the biggest smile on my face. Oh no, sir, this door cannot be propped open. I wouldn't want to upset anyone by doing that. He looked at me with a look on his face that was somewhere between murderous and the realization that he had made a huge mistake. 18 pallets later, we had the load delivered. And every single time, guess who had to let us in? It took us a little over two hours to get everything finished. The last pallet we delivered, I poked my head into Fossil Man's office and said, Thank you so much for your help. I'm pretty sure he popped a blood vessel. I mean, I get wanting to be safe, but there's a fine line where it becomes just impractical. You might as well put a whole dome around the building. Our next story is the Platinum Blonde and the Green Hairspray. This is a fairly minor one from over 20 years ago, but I was recently reminded of it. So, my family owns a costume store, and as a teenager, I of course helped run it. Now, having grown up with this place, I actually knew way more about makeup than any heterosexual teenage boy should know. It's a Friday afternoon in October. People are coming through getting their Halloween costumes and makeup. I'm answering the phone and running around helping people find things after getting out of school, when in walks, well... Picture a dried up old bar fly of a woman with way too much plastic surgery and the most bleached platinum blonde hair you can imagine, down to nearly her butt, carrying an expensive purse. I'm sure the image you have in your head is kinder than what she actually looked like, but we'll have to work with what we got. So she's picking out her stuff and asks if we have colored hairspray. Yes ma'am, it's right over here, but... I wouldn't recommend it for, I don't need some boy telling me how to do my makeup, I know what I'm doing, just give me that, and grabs the can of green hairspray I was holding out of my hand. Okay, great, I was about to tell you this hairspray will stain, but you said you know what you're doing. Yes, have a nice day, ma'am. Fast forward to the evening of the following Monday, and here comes the platinum blonde, only now her hair absolutely freaking mint green. She launches into an absolute hissy fit over how she'd washed her hair three whole times, and it still wasn't coming out. She points me out saying how I'm responsible for all this. I mentioned this was a family business, right? The manager she was screaming to was my mother, who also happened to have been up front running the register the previous Friday and had heard the entire exchange. Mom says, well ma'am, as my son tried to tell you on Friday, this brand of colored hairspray is known to cause stains if your hair is damaged or overtreated. You said you were aware of how it worked and to just let you have it, so we did. See folks, normally hair that's healthy has these little flaps that lay down. It's why hair is slick if you run a finger down it one way, but rougher if you run it up the other way. If you bleach your hair and treat it badly, those little flaps curl up, meaning any kind of dye you put on them absolutely sinks in and will not come back out. Normal permanent hair dye has got nothing on what happens when you try to put what is basically colored varnish and messed up hair, and her hair was bleached white. Not silver, but sheet of notebook paper white. 
Don't know if it ever came out, but to this day, it gives me warm fuzzies just thinking about how I hope she tried to fix it with more bleaching and watched her long hair freaking dissolve. I hope they just go to a professional after that point because, God, you can only imagine she tries to take things into her own hands. I imagine she's going to end up with hair just falling out of her head or melting. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 